Hello and welcome to episode 32, season 3, episode 3 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. We are back guys, um, we hope you are well. It has been a crazy busy couple of weeks and we just got to start by saying a huge thank you to every single person who made the effort to come to the live show uh, at in Newport last Saturday. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. I mean, the feedback has been immense, uh, amazing. We've just been on cloud nine since, haven't we, Adam? Oh, I've loved every minute of it, I have to say. Um, I was kind of, I don't know, I had a strut. I had a bit of a, a strut going back to work. I was thinking to myself, I'm a bit... I'm am up for this. Yeah. I, I was I was I I had like a buzz, a proper buzz, and it was funny because <laughs> because you know um, you know Sue who I've spoken about on the podcast before, a big fan of the podcast. Not been to a live show yet, so uh, well, shape, up, shape up Sue. Yeah, uh, but she can you call yourself she was, a she was fan? teaching this thing. She was doing this game uh, at the end of this lesson, and I was walking past the classroom, and and she was saying about like. Oh, what do all these words have in common? And it was like shopping and happy yeah. and all this. So this kid puts his hand up. I couldn't quite hear what the kid said. He says, double letter. And and Sue went, yes, there's two Ps. And I popped my head in and went, someone say two Ps. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the thumb like, get out. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's been it's been immense. We we loved every minute of it. Um, and like I say, it seemed to have uh, resonated a lot. We have posted a little sort of highlight video. Uh, I put it on my, I put it on all my socials to be fair, but it is in the podcast group as well. Um, yeah, we, it was just we, it was just immense, wasn't it, from it start was, to yeah. finish? I mean, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because we did the first live show at, back in April, and it was yeah. amazing. But it's such a, um, it's been like it's felt like ages since yeah. we, were up, we were up there. I can hardly remember that first show. Now, the fact that April. it was like our second ever one, it just felt. I have to say, I'm sorry, I've had something. And, and I swear to God, everything I say, I keep thinking I'm going to burp out loud. Like, I'm literally just like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, slimming, world, slimming world past to that. Killing me. Um, no, but yeah, I have, I have to say, I mean, what I love is everyone who's, everyone who's rocking up, obviously, the majority of, uh, you know, are fans of the podcast. And, and what you see is what you get. We we give him a live podcast. That's all it is. Pretty no, much, yeah. You know, we don't come out and you know do a PJ and Duncan kind of. Let's get ready to rumble dance. It's nothing like that. But you want a live. Shh, you're giving everything away. You want a live feature. You've come to the right place. Yeah. And um, it was funny on it. So like, obviously, Big Mike came. Our dad came. Drove us oh, down. Yeah. Legend. Uh, I brought one of my mates as well because he's a photography secondary school photography teacher. So he was taking a few snaps. Although he'd never listened to the podcast, no, and he wasn't uh, he wasn't that up for the show before. <laughs> I mean, it turns out he, you know I think he said I'm going to start listening, didn't he? Yeah, so, so we've got one more listener, we've made even a though fan out of him, yeah. one of my best mates. Um, but it was funny because uh, obviously the staff who work at the Riverfront where it was um, obviously have no clue what we're about. Yeah. And Big Mike ended up sitting next to that guy. Oh. This old guy who was like front of house staff. Yeah. And he just did not get it at all, did he? He was just by the butt, wasn't he? Yeah, like, and he just no did idea. not get anything. So I think at one point He I must have been a... he must have been a bit aggy though, because there was we had like we sold out one thirty in our like in our room, didn't we? In yeah. our theatre or whatever. 
And then next door was a 500-seat sellout of an ABBA, uh, what do you call Tribute. it? Tribute. Tribute. And so I-Rate-E got dobbed off. I-Rate-E was five minutes late, and they've gone, listen, mate, you're in this this weird <laughs> podcast show with these two overweight and he's guys. And he's come waiting for ABBA, like... Because he, he did have flares on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I-Rate-E sat next to Big Mike, and he's just like, give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Big Mike, like... Two of my lads. Yeah, but there was some. It was a bit of a. It was, it was just funny because he just kept letting on to dad, and dad was just, well, he was being. He was just being dead aggy about everything, wasn't he? Like he said something like, um, "Didn't I, I said you something? You said something about an ECG. ECG, didn't I? I said, uh, you know, I don't even know what that means. And then he just peered over to my dad and was like, "It means what? What, what does it mean? I don't know. What does it mean? Let's just. Why not? Let's just. Is it? Is it a heart monitor? Ed, educational podcast. Um, Electrocardiogram. Simple yeah, test it? that can be used to check the heart's rhythm. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, so he just turned to me dad and he was like, it's actually electrocardiogram. <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> dad came into the green room at half time. So it's, was, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who the bloody hell is this guy? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, dad nearly, well... And when he took that massive <laughs> dripping us down and oh. needed the toilet. And he went into the green room and there was a toilet next to it and he just you could smell it from the stage. It was it was it was <laughs> could have sunk the Titanic that bad boy, couldn't it? So anyway, yeah, it was I mean the drive home we've got to say was oh. Oh, it was grim because I mean there was some good some good on his pants, but it got yeah it got to the point where we I mean the buzz kept me awake, but even towards the end I was just like you know, just yeah. my head was nodding bad. Because we finished, what, do we finish about 10 to 11? Yeah. And then we set off. Um, but then all the motorways were closed. So the M5 was closed. Then the M50 was closed. So we ended up going literally back end in a, for oh, ages. Yeah, but the, the weather was so... It just didn't stop belting it down from the moment we left to the moment we got home. I'll tell you what's funny. At the end of the show, obviously, Lee, Lee said about... Uh, um, you know, if anyone wants to stay for pictures or whatever, you know, we'll pop back out. And I genuinely thought that, like, no one's going to stay. And then when we came back out, there was quite a lot of people there, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Like, wanting pics. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not an idiot. I know that, you know... Pardon? See, Say that again. I see, <laughs> <laughs> I see you, you, uh, you know, I know that Lee's, uh, you know, ICT, Mr. P, whatever. And... Um, it was funny because this this group of girls come up and they were going like, come on, the other Mr. P. And I was just like, oh, no way. They know my name, kind of. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was funny. This These two girls came up and one of them was just like, oh, my God, she is in her element now. And I was just like, calm down. I'm only a normal guy. I'm just a normal guy from Stratford. Just absolutely loving it. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so we have got our Newcastle show coming up in uh, a week on Saturday. Yeah, so cool. Wednesday night tonight. So week on Saturday, we've got the uh, Newcastle show. I think there are a few tickets left, not many. So do get involved, get tickets, and then we've got another show at the end of November. But hopefully... We've got some because ex- we've had loads of people now just message going. Are you going to come here? Are you going to come there? Um, so all we're going to say is watch this space mm. because there might be uh, some very exciting announcements coming very soon. But yeah, it's been a tough couple of days because once we got back, we got back to Manchester oh, half two, two on it, and then uh, my alarm was going at half four because I had a flight to Qatar. So I did uh, a day's training out in Doha in Qatar. 
um, which was great. The day went great. Was but the it was World just... Athletics Championships? Though? Yeah, yeah. There were, wow. there were loads of them staying in the hotel. Well, I didn't see any athletes, but I saw loads of like, TV crews and all that. Oh, honest. Yeah, yeah. But apparently it's not... Well, Dad's saying that the marathon, like half of them dropped out because it was too hot. Really? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Don't and know. it is it is hot. But yeah, the training went really well. Uh, it's just oh, so much travelling. But I was I was buzzing, right? So uh, checked in, uh, got everything, got checked in, and I was like, right, have you, any any extra leg room? I always get, I always try it on. I'm always like, any extra leg room? And when they go no, I go spare seat in business class. I'll have to do, and then like we joke and I never <laughs> get one. But I was like, uh, any extra leg room? They were like, mm, no, um, but I can give you a row to yourself. I was like, boom, I'm having it. Yeah, yeah, score. Or, or, yeah I'm having that, and it just means I can lie out. Just sleep for the six-hour uh, journey. The old beached whale on the plane. Yeah. So like then it. I'm strutting onto the plane, check everything through, sit down in my row right at the back. Well, three rows from the back, and I'm like, "This is perfect. There's hardly anyone around me. This is amazing." I'm like posting it on my Instagram story. Look who's going to be getting the red down. Absolutely buzzing. And then literally, as the doors are closing, this family come with a two-year-old toddler. And just sit directly behind me. Oh, oh my! And I was just like, "You can't, you got to be joking." And to be fair, to be fair, she was all right for the majority. Just she didn't really cry that much. She was just giddy. She was just about everywhere. And you know those little like armrests that you can put up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just wrestling with her for about three hours because I was just like, "Now we'll put it up," and it's just <laughs> kept putting it down. I'm like, "No, no, we'll put yeah. it up." No, no, up now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It um, uh, it was, but someone that messaged me saying that there's an airline now that when you book your seats, it puts little child face, so it lets you know. I literally it. saw that after you posted, but um, funny, you know, you'd have been all right in that situation because you know. Having triplets. Don't know if the listeners know that Lee's got triplets. I don't know if he's mentioned it. No. Um, but, you know, so you're good with kids. Primary school teacher, trip, dad of triplets. And uh, <laughs> basically, I'm, I'm, I'm getting onto a story that happened to me. Like, like the, it was the weekend after we did the last step. And basically, you know, I take my little girl to the cinema a lot. Um, and... We we've started going to them early Saturday morning showings that are like kids yeah. showings. Now yeah. I get them for free because I'm a Limitless member. Yeah. Um, shout out Odeon. Stay uh, Adam true. Armageddon, staying Adam low. Adam Armageddon, yeah. To the it. brand. And then um, obviously, my, you know, it costs like two fifty for my little girl to go, so it's dream stuff. So the, usually the kids showings are like kids films that have just gone off cinema. Yeah. So um, Toy Story Four popped up. Now, I've, I've taken Isla to see Toy Story 4 twice yeah. before. But I said to her, I said, sorry, I keep stopping. That <laughs> bloody pasta. Um, so I said to her, I said to Isla, I said, do you want to go and watch Toy Story 4? Yeah, Bo Peep. Yeah. That's what she's like, Bo Peep, Forky, Duke Doom, <laughs> right? So I buzz off, I literally buzz off that. I'm like, yes, she's got all the toys. So, you know, we're getting set to go. I've bought the tickets. She's got Bo Peep. She's got Jesse. She takes him and she's just, I mean, you know, Isla's just such a little darling and she was so excited running into the cinema and I printed off the tickets from the machine. I gave her her ticket and it was just, you know, I was just thinking like daddy daughter time. It's his yeah. dream stuff. Then the guy who's on the ticket stand, right? 
I know him like from a while back. He could have even been there when Adam Armageddon was was literally <laughs> running the show. Yeah, running the show, stealing nachos on the raids. <laughs> <laughs> Extra cheese for myself, yes, please. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Isla walks up to him with his with a ticket. Now bear in mind, she's three years old, just started nursery. Yeah, with a ticket, and he goes, "What you seeing? A dead awkward guy. What you seeing today?" And Isla. Toy Story 4, I'm going to see Bo Peep, I'm going to see Duke Kadoom. <laughs> yes, we, Canada! Right? So I'm there like, oh my God, can she get any cuter? The guy went, ripped the ticket and went, now you can't sit in the premiere seats. <laughs> I'm stood there. And I was looking at him and he went, you got to sit in any normal seat. <laughs> right? So I was going... She's great. She just gave you a full show there, mate. And he was just going like, no premiere seats. Have a good film. Like, enjoy your film. I walked past him. There's also him. no smoking. Yeah. I walked past him. And I was looking at him. I was thinking, if I had my Adam Armageddon badge on now, we'd be throwing down uh, David Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Made me laugh that. Just, you know, you, this is what I mean about like working in a school. You've either got it or you haven't. Yeah. Like, it's just a simple thing. Like, there's some people who come in. We've, we've got a guy who, who comes in to clean the fish tank that we've got in like the new building. Yeah. And he looks like... It looks like someone out of I'm a Celebrity when they're going into a bush took a trial and there's loads of rats and stuff. He walks across the playground and he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like allergic yeah. to kids. I'm cleaning the fish tank. Get me out of here. <laughs> oh, funny. But yeah, so... Um, Coming back from Doha yesterday, yes, yeah, it was <coughs> yesterday. Uh, it, it just reminded me of something that I've just, I've just got a rant about. So that brings us on to our first feature of the episode. I wanna rant. Rant. I wanna rant. Rant. I want to rant. Rant. I wanna rant. Rant. Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no, 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 no. no. So yeah, rant of the week. I'm going for it this. It's this not week. called rant of the week, is it? Or rant of the episode? I, I want to rant. Called, I it was just called I want to rant. I want to rant. Right? Okay. It's not. So. Welcome to rant of the week <laughs> with me, Mister <laughs> yeah. P. Uh, so uh, you remember last episode, the uh, Adam was. Ranting about Aldi's checkout. I think that struck a chord with a lot of people. <laughs> it certainly did. Did you see that um, video someone posted yeah, in the group yeah. where the guy's doing the an guy impression of it? It's funny. But yeah, here's, here's my. Now, you know me, I love a bit of technology. Oh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know I'm all about that tech life. And there's lots of ways in which technology is improving our lives. I love the fact that sat navs guide you everywhere. Mm. We would not have been able to get home on Saturday night from the Newport show if it wasn't for a sat nav. Love it. I love the fact that the watch can track the amount of calories I'm burning. <laughs> you're gonna go, the watch can tell the time. <laughs> no, yeah, but the Apple Watch. But there are certain pieces of technology that are just not worth the effort, right? And I'm sure people are probably guessing now because I've sort of linked it to the airport, right? Getting back into Manchester Airport. And you've got to go through custom or mm. like the passport check. Yeah. Now, a few years ago, you just queue for a short while while there was a number of people at a desk. Yeah, yeah. And they just check your passport 
And now they've brought in these machines mm. that are the most inconvenient thing ever. I, f- I, I hate them. Ooh. Yeah, that, nearly. I nearly, I nearly F-bombed nearly. them. Oh, they just do me head in. It's just a piece of technology that we just don't need. And there's lots of talk about how jobs are becoming automated. And, and that's all it is. It's a cost-effective thing. Let's put these machines in that mm. supposedly scan your passport, scan your face, then they let you through. They don't ever work. So I'm, I'm in the queue and people who have older passports or, you know, families, they get to go straight to the person the through like that. I'm queuing for like half an hour. To go to where everyone's getting more and more annoyed. You've just been on a flight for seven hours. You're then in another queue to go to these machines where you've got to wait and scan it. Now, it doesn't help that you've got people who don't know how to flipping open the passport on the... And uh, put it into the clear Yeah, that's the thing. So that's an issue. But I, I reckon when I was in that queue, there was easily, for every five people, at least one of them, it wouldn't scan. So they then had to come out of the queue inconvenience everyone to then walk round and it was just quicker going to the person who just went yeah, yeah that's yeah. you so I don't get the point of it I don't maybe, get why maybe if you don't get as frustrated you'll look more like your passport picture <laughs> yeah, I'm dude. thinking you're going up in your passport picture it's a smiling emoji but then you go up and it scans your face and you're the red angry emoji yeah. and it's like nah sorry mate uh, it just, it's like that it's like I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the uh, self checkout tills that uh, um, uh Sainsbury's or Tesco's. Please remove item from bagging area. Because again, it's it's basically a piece of technology you don't really need. I always, unless there's a you know, unless I'm in a massive rush. But normally, I'd go to a person because I just think you, I don't mind the self checkout sometimes. When I was younger, when I didn't if have I'm getting responsibility, if I'm getting one one, but if I've got a little trolley or a little basket with more than say five items, I'll go to a human because I just think. This you is know what we need I to feel? do, otherwise it's going to come completely automated and people won't have jobs. So I'm sure even I, though it's convenient... I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done this, but how gangster is it when you go to self-checkout and you bag loads of stuff and then at the end it goes, how many bags you got? And you just go, bang, zero. <laughs> Actually, mate, I've just took two 5p bags. <laughs> Joke's on you. The grand total's like 20 quid and it's all just like Oreo bites and Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah. But then when it comes to it, i got the two plastic bags <laughs> that are ripping on the way to the car. Um, I went to Asda the other day and I um, Claire tried the guns, you know, where you can scan as oh, you yeah, go. Oh, yeah, scan and go. Yeah. No good. Yeah, it's all right. But again, it just goes against my principles of replacing humans your mind? with re- machines. What if you change your mind? Well, it's just, I'm just, I just want, I want no, people to have like, jobs. What if you scan a can of tuna? Oh, you can, you can, can delete it. Oh, can I mean, it's quite it. good just having a little scan gun. That was quite good. Just going oh, around, it's like, you. boom, just boom. Like sneaking around corners, just like, right, <laughs> Claire, I'm going to get these beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claire, just like, Claire. Ah, it's not laser tag. I'm, I'm giving her the, the yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, the, the hand signal. Hand signal. You follow me, I'll go left, you go right. Eyes open for the pasta shapes. For the fajita kit, let's go. Oh, yeah, so... Rubicon! <laughs> I see the Rubicon get down! Uh, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's my rant. Just those machines at airports that can't scan your passport. Do my head in. Do my head in. Right, so we'll go on to the, uh, the next feature. Just before we do that, I just want to mention quickly a uh, little charity that um, 
a friend of a friend of ours has started. It's called Emmy's Kitchen. It's something my wife helps out with as well. So um, one of my wife's close friends' uh, daughter had leukemia recently and ended up spending quite a lot of time in hospital. And what they found was that um, you know sort of food in hospitals was pretty grim. And it's just all sort of takeaway. It's not really sort of healthy. So, um, so yeah. So they started this sort of charity called Emmy's Kitchen, and I think once a month they go into Manchester Children's Hospital and they just bring uh, heaps of really nice home cooked food, and they just go around the ward serving it to families. Uh, and it's just a really nice, really really uh, nice idea. Um, so I just wanted to support, just give it a shout out, just say I think it's amazing what they're doing. Uh, I think I'm going to try and help out at the next one as well. Um, so, yeah, so I uh, just thought I'd mention that. I think you can follow them on Facebook if you just search for Emmy's Kitchen. Um, there's a page there if you want to support it there, uh, you can do. So, anyway, right, on to the next feature. Okay, Diabolical Leader of the Week. And this is something that we've been meaning to share for a while. It was something that was shared on the Facebook group um, during the summer, I think it was. And it's just sort of slipped through our fingers. But it was a TS article that, that was full of sort of ridiculous reasons why teachers themselves have been told off. So I thought we'd uh, share a couple. So these are genuine things teachers have been told by diabolical leaders, as you can imagine. Um, So no trousers allowed. When a female member of staff attended an interview in trousers, she was asked if she was a secret feminist. She she assured them that it was no secret. Um, A teacher being told that curly hair was not as professional as straight hair. As if. (laughs) Which is why I always straighten my hair. You know, I've got to be professional. Um, My colleague and I, both in our 20s, were told that our trousers were too fitted and that we should change our style and wear loose ones. My word. The ridiculously petty. I once chastised a member of staff. What does chastise mean? Like, told one off. Really? Is that what it means? Yeah, chastised. Chastised? Yeah. I thought it was something Reprimand severely. Um, Yeah, so for sneaking open a tub of celebrations in the staff room rooting through and pocketing all the Maltesers before everyone else arrived I that's could a totally fair just, tell off that's a fair yeah to be fair that's although fair tell off. Well, I don't think Maltesers would be my fa- what, what, what's she gone through that? Are they in celebrations are celebrations, they in celebrations yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a miniature heroes man myself yeah Cadbury's yeah. her teacher I worked for liked all the staples running in the same direction weirdo i had to take down my christmas display and restaple it watched over by the head teacher and deputy honest to god that is embarrassing she had um, to take down her what christmas display christmas display so Why? that she could restaple it and all the staples were the exact same way like really? same direction yeah oh, that, god, that, that that's in more free that that's... head teacher would give me a job <laughs> give me a display to do and then and then give me my p45 on the same day yeah, I don't think I'm talking about them scanning guns. Yeah, staple guns. Oh my <laughs> god! I went out on the playground the other day, and I was like drive buying these leaflets I had to staple up. I was just like, you know, side shooting, <laughs> bang bang, like in the corners. Yeah, having a substandard Christmas tree. 
Not going to the staff room often enough was quite a common one. Once each had on her appraisal targets to each eat lunch with others more often. <laughs> oh my days. Talking about staff room. Yeah. Right, this story came to me and I was thinking about it randomly in the shower this morning. It's got nothing to do with the shower, but I, I, I've got this thing where I think about random stuff in the shower. Yeah, it's a time to reflect. Yeah. But basically, it's, it's, uh, I'm bringing back an old favourite, an old trusty, and it's uh, Geordie PE teacher. Oh, I've not heard yeah, of it. Yeah. Is it his first That's appearance I mean. this season? It could be, could yeah. be. I mean, Went got, down a storm the, at the live he show, did I'd say. go down a storm, yeah. He, but how do you feel about doing the Geordie PE teacher in Newcastle? Um, I think got to be one, one, one of their own. No nerves. Yeah, but it's the fact that you've got to do it. That's like when I did Tyson Fury in front of Tyson Fury <laughs> and we were just both going, Dosser, 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 <laughs> to each other. You're a Dosser. No, you're a big Dosser. No, you're a Dosser. Um, <clears throat> nah, so anyway, Jordy P teacher used to do this thing and he used to do it to everyone and it was quality. He used to go like, so you'd go, let me think of a good example. It was kind of like, you know, a teacher would come in and go, has anyone seen, or, you know, has anyone seen a, Max, and then Jodie Pete teacher would go, oh, uh, Max in year four. <laughs> and she'd go, yeah, yeah. And he'd go, I haven't seen him. Right? <laughs> yeah, I do that yeah, all the time. Yeah, the classic, right? I do that but when it's he, like... He used to um, do it. When it's like, uh, what, in year, year four, like, that high, yeah, yeah. blonde hair? It's the old yeah. school one, isn't it? Like, have you seen my bag? Oh, the brown one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but he used to do it, but he, because he was just so kind of... I mean, I told you that time where, you know, it was Sats and he was going like, do you need me back at bits? You know, <laughs> yeah. thinking he was like in the army. <laughs> so he, he was doing this. And then the head teacher, now, obviously, we spoke about my old head teacher. And I, I always have to say, there's, there's pure respect for me, I, me and my old head teacher. But obviously, you know, in, the, in, the, in them old brace days, <laughs> she came into the staff room looking for a member of staff. And she said... Something like, you know, like, have anyone seen Jenny? It's <laughs> not <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Like, has anyone seen Jenny? Jenny. And, then, and then I looked at, jo- I looked at Jody PE teacher and I was just like, do it, do it. And he just went like, he was just sat there for ages, like, wondering. And then he was just In like, his head, he's probably going like, weighing up the pros and yeah, cons. Yeah, just like. I get loads of laughs from Adam, but I could yeah, be getting my like, P45. And he just, and you know, everyone was in there, Cockney John, Kim, everyone was sort of like waiting, and he yeah. just went like, he kind of just went like, uh, Ginny Wilcox. <laughs> and she went, Rash. And he went, No, I haven't seen her. <laughs> right? And then she went, that, Not funny. Right? And he went, Oh, I'm so sorry. He went, Neil told me to do it. Neil told me to do it. And I, honestly, I remember being like, when, when she left, we were all like, you absolutely bricked it. He was like, oh, we yeah, did. I did brick it, man. Yeah. Cool. Oh, God. Well, another one here, laughing too loudly in the staff room. Oh, that used to be it. I, I used to love, I used to love my, like, I mean, I don't go in my staff room anymore because I have to do lunchtime yeah. duty. So I kind of. You know, there's a lot of Sky Sports that that, uh, that I offer at lunchtime that I was checking up on the news. Um, the sports news, mm-hmm. not, not general news. And um, <laughs> But in my old staff room, I mean, that was just a classic. That was a classic uh, day, and I've been through other stuff. I mean, and, and obviously, in future podcasts, we'll go through some more absolutely legendary tales from the old staff room days. Funny. 
Yeah. There's some bad ones in this, though. Uh, some funny ones. Swearing in my own garden. A pupil was passing by on a Saturday afternoon and heard me cursing the barbecue. Um, I was told off for sitting in the wrong place in the staff room. Apparently, only senior leaders sat near the kettle. Um, that can't <laughs> be true. <laughs> kettle. Uh, well, it's, these are genuinely true. It's funny, though. Do you have that in your staff room? Do you have, like, designated places that everyone sits? Nah. To be not? fair, though. We my, do, we do. In my old staff room, I used to be the cornersman. Yeah. I'm like, no one would sit in the corner because it'd be... Because no one puts baby me, in the corner. It'd be me in the corner. It'd be Cockney John to the left. It'd be Kim to the right. And I'd have my boy Wooly over there. You know, and then everyone dotted around. Then, But funny, Geordie PE teacher used to sit just next to the door because he always used to be ready to go. Yeah. And he always had his shorts on. <laughs> just like... Ready to set the mats up. That's all he wanted to do. Um, no, in our staff room, we pretty much when it's lunchtime, everyone pretty much has a set position on a when I'm in anyway. Yeah, um, right. The borderline unhinged. A friend was one was once sworn at and had a shovel thrown at them by the head teacher because the head teacher thought they hadn't got out of the car park quick enough to cl- help clear the snow. Oh. A colleague had a bin thrown at her by a head of department in front of the rest of the team. When she asked her politely not to do it, head of department waited for us all to leave and screamed and then shouted at her for undermining her in front of the team. The downright huma- uh, inhumane. I had a personal home visit from my head teacher following a spelling hospital. She asked if, asked if I could please make sure I apologised to the staff on my return for the inconvenience they had occurred as a result of my absence. Honest, how are these people... Managers of other people when you're that inept. Oh, anyway, so I just thought I'd share some of that. I'll, I'll put another. I'll put that link in the Facebook group again. But yeah, funny, funny, right? So, um, what feature shall we go for next, Adam? I think it's time to bring back the one, the only Nana Maureen. Nana Maureen. Now I had the pleasure of uh, recording Anna Morning. It was your morning. first recording of the, of the season. Right? Yeah, so um, I sort of went and saw her this morning and I know exactly what you mean now. So I just sort of went in and as soon as I sit down, she's just on it. She's yeah. just non-stop. It's like the clock strikes bants when you sit down. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. and, and honestly, within five minutes, I'm crying my eyes out laughing at her and I've not even said to her, I'm going to need to record you for the podcast. She was just on it. Honestly, some of the stuff she was saying. I mean, what I've ended up recording isn't even a question. I did have a question in, in mind, but yeah. just the stuff that um, she came out with. I was just gutted I didn't record it all because it was absolute gold. She's absolute I mean, she came out with some stuff about Trump. What did she say about Trump? I mean, I'm sure we'll ask her the question, but she was just like, well, I can't. Do you know what it is with him? Is exactly what his name says. He's a trump. He smells. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've recorded her talking about um, a couple of things. So here we go. Hi guys, Mr. P here, and I'm in the presence of a legend. It's only Nana Maureen. Hello there. <laughs> now I've just I've just come in. I've just come in with a Starbucks. Got me skinny caramel macchiato. What did you say? <laughs> you lot. <of> <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> but you like it, didn't you? You liked like, it. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. And then we're watching Homes Under the Hammer. Oh, now then you're on another subject, <laughs> do you? And you're not a fan, are you? Oh, no. Why not? Because Martin, whatever his name is, <laughs> his actions and his hair, that'll do me. Oh, what did you say before? It does your head in because they do what? They go on about... Oh, they go on about what they're going to do and what they're going to pay <laughs> and uh, what alterations will add. And he's telling them what he'd do. Yeah. And then he doesn't even have to live in it, does he? And he doesn't have to live in it, no. <laughs> he has to go home to his own mansion. Because <laughs> he's doing all the money. Yeah. Uh, so, how's, how's your week been? Oh, ups and downs, downs. But you had you had Ladies' Day, didn't you, last week? Oh, wonderful! Yeah, hey, that was great. That yes. have a good time. Well away again. Yeah. Well away. On Any the shenanigans day. like the year before where you were oh, necking, no, no, necking no. on with Elvis? No, we didn't have Elvis this time. So there was no uh, snogging on the dance no. floor. No, no snogging. Because <laughs> the year before we talk, we've been told reports that Nana was. Uh, oh, uh, well, listen. He, he wanted a bit more, but he didn't get it. <laughs> and we were outraged, thinking he'd taken advantage, but it yeah. turns out you were the one instigating it all. Yes, true, <laughs> true. No, he was a nice chappy, but, uh, you know, he's all right in his own party. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so uh, there we go. Nana's opinion on Homes Under the Hammer this week. And a skinny camel macchiato. Oh, my God. One last thing. We did the Newport show on Saturday, and you got mentioned, and you got a, a round of applause, you got a big shout-out. Everyone sort of went, hooray! Oh, well, you see, the public's with me. <laughs> because if they went, hooray, it means to say they were thinking the same as I was. Oh, brilliant. Right. Thank you. Honestly, she is just the gift that keeps on giving. Absolute legendary status. She got a right round of applause on oh, Newport, didn't she? Oh, she got the biggest she? cheer of the night, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, and I just love her reaction. See? <laughs> they agree <laughs> with me. But honestly, she, yeah, that was it. I came in, I came, because you might not have heard it there, I came in with my uh, Starbucks and I was like, do you want me to make you a brew? And she was like, no. I said, do you want to try this then? I was, she went, what is it? And I went, it's a skinny caramel macchiato. And she just went, you youngins, don't half drink some shit. <laughs> I was like, have it. And She's so James Blunt, it is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, funny though, I mean, she was, you know, you touched upon Ladies' Day there. And uh, it was my mum who was telling me about my nana at Ladies' Day. Obviously, she loves a brandy and lemonade and they were all on it. By the way, um, that story in there was absolutely true. The year before, she'd full on snogged the Elvis impersonator on the dance floor. And we were all outraged thinking the guys took it, but she was initiated, she was all for it. <laughs> Honestly. Them silky uh, Elvis hips. Yeah, that's what it'll be. Um, yeah, so anyway, I think my mum was sat with my nana and someone else, I can't remember who it was, um, and they were talking about Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then my mum said, Oh, and I just don't know what it is about that Tom Hardy. But anything he's in, I just think, he's gorgeous. And then Nana Maureen popped in and went, he's all man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we're going to have to take her on tour with us, aren't we? Oh, it's going to have to come Imagine to Imagine her live. It'd be yeah. absolutely unbelievable. So, um, so we've had a question from one of the listeners. We've not got a jingle for questions, have we? No, but... Didn't I try and come up with one that time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> question time. <laughs> I'll try and think of one. Yeah, so... Um, question. Tell me what you think about this. So to the- Mr. P's... In a pig kiss. <laughs> In a pig kiss. So the question, uh, first question here is, what is your go-to teacher line? So when you're telling a child off, what what is your line that you use most often? I've got quite a few. Yeah, um, I've got a few in the old I've got bank. a few. I, I mean, at the moment, and to be fair, it's been a while, but like at the moment, I, I like the old, like, what year are you in? <laughs> yeah. What year are you in? And they'll go, five. And I'll go, yeah, five. Yeah, five. So what's that, mate? Yeah, about ten. Nine, ten. And then I'll go, I've got a three-year-old daughter at home. <laughs> and she's more mature than that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a go-to. And then another one is just a nice and simple. Yeah, I always go, if I want this sort of behaviour, I'll go down to nursery. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is nursery shirt stuff. <laughs> I like, um, I like just the, the classic, like, I've got two words. Grow up. That one's a good one. And then I do one where I really emphasise it like, well, I'll tell you what, do you know what sums that absolutely ridiculous behaviour out? Pathetic. That's, that's my favourite. Sometimes I leave it so long that I think the kids lost the kind of thing that I'm saying. Like, tell you what, I think of that. Pathetic. He's halfway down the playground. Trick! Pathetic, I'd say! <laughs> I mean, I've got to say, the, these, the ones that I think every teacher goes for, don't they? Just, uh, you know, if what, what time do you call this? What time do you call this? And it's literally two minutes after. What time do you call this? Can't even tell the time, can they? Um, well, what other ones do I... I just, you know... I've, I've used that one all the time. It's your own time you're wasting. Yeah, your own time you're wasting. <laughs> and it literally isn't. <laughs> it's, yeah. to, it's definitely my time. Because I needed to get this work done and finished. Like, so your own time you're wasting. You'll stay in at break. <laughs> but I'll never keep him in at break because I want brew. Um, I've used that one before as well. Like, who do you think you're talking to? Yeah. I once had a child who answered that question and it threw me a little bit. Because he basically... Um, He's had a bit of a scrap with another kid in the, in the on the field. Yeah, and um, so it's obviously been split up, and he's answered back to another teacher. So a teacher said, "You know, don't dead. You know, why are you fighting? Like whatever it was." And uh, he turned round and he just went, "Cause he did that to me, like proper, like aggressive in in the face." So I just I sort of right, I got I got this, I've got this. I'll defend my fellow staff member. And I just sort of went, who do you think you're talking to? And he turned around and he went, you! Like that. Ooh. And I just went, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you were like, sorry. So, sorry. <laughs> no, but I just went like, this is in the 12 years of teaching, no one's ever answered me back. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I ended up going, that was a rhetorical question. I already knew the answer. Now uh, get over there. You've gone too technical there. Uh, you've gone way too technical. But it, what, you know what's the annoying thing about it, and this is going to come into some, uh, another feature in a minute, but 
it was the fact he went, yeah, but my dad said, my dad said, if someone hits me, I've got to hit him back. And I, and oh, I hate that because it's just like, yeah, oh, your, dad's, yeah. your dad's an idiot, mate. Um, it light in my head, I didn't actually say that, but it's... it's <laughs> I was going to say, no wonder, no wonder he's going to have you. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, like, no, that doesn't work, does it? Because, you know, uh, if if someone hits you and then you hit them back and you kill them, you're going to get arrested for that, mate. Mm. So uh, that's not the way it works. You've got to come and tell an adult. But yeah, he just, he'd lost it. And we still sort of joke, like, who do you think you're talking to? You! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, then, yeah, no worries. So, um, so, in fact, that might as well bring us on to the next feature. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. So Adam, what do you reckon hinders a school's ability to effectively embed technology? Well, let me uh, answer your question with another question. What do you call a day with no eyes? I don't know. No idea, continue. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of the time it can be the technical support schools receive. You would not believe how many schools contact me with issues where they're not allowed to download apps, they're not allowed to access certain websites, and it can really stop them from moving forward with technology. This is why I'm really pleased to have Interm IT sponsor this episode. What I think makes them stand out is that their priority is helping and supporting teachers. They really care, and with the schools that do support, they end up being treated like a member of staff going on staff dues and so on. So if you're looking for support, help, and guidance with setting up all the technical aspects of uh, technology in your school, head over to intermit.co.uk, give them a ring, send them an email. They'll be happy to chat through anything that you need help with. Intermit. Right, okay, the strange things that only happen in primary school this week is, um, well, basically, it's just being allowed to take a load of crap off parents and not being able to just give it them back. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I had a parent complain the other day about something. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs, but it just wound me up because I just thought, like, in no other job, would you get it where they're complaining about something that's absolute rubbish, completely untrue? Uh, I mean, I'm very lucky that I've got a leadership team who just backles to the hilt, so they were just batted away straight away like, no, not an issue, da, 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 which, which I was very grateful for. But it just winds me up like, why did he, why did he do it, first of all? And secondly, who gives them the right to judge me as a teacher over what an eight-year-old kid says? Do you know that's that's and it's like how have we got to this point in a society where you'd rather you know if my kid came home and said from the gas pump to the grocery store inflation is everywhere seriously make it stop thankfully there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break it's Mint Mobile as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. 
something, something's happened in school, right? Mm. I know my child, and the first thing I think is, probably didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I've got an eight-year-old child, their imagination is wild. Chances are, that's probably not happened. Or it's kid, not happened. With your kids, it'd be like, it's a school holiday. <laughs> Why are you making a complaint about your teacher? <laughs> yeah. But it just, it just, because I just think it wouldn't happen in any other profession. Like, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like saying, right, I just really want to find out what this parent's well, kind of like job does. It's kind of like the only does. profession, it's like the only profession that it could happen though, isn't it? It yeah. just winds me up though. It's like, listen, I feel like, obviously I wasn't in school when it happened, but I just felt like finding out what the job was that this parent does and then just going and just making a massive complaint by completely fabricating something. So the child's gone home and said something. I just think, you're going you're gonna to believe an eight-year-old child, right, over an adult who was trained for four years and then worked in a classroom for over a decade, you're going to assume that I've not done my job properly. It just, oh, it just winds me up. And it's the what, fact that... If, uh, if, if the parent worked at Aldi, <laughs> you should go and go, you're not scanning them quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> you're uh, scanning them. I was told- I'm bagging these way too easy, babe. And it's just, and it's just use... Because the other thing as well is when you get complaints from parents about students' achievement or something like that, where you know for a fact the parent does nothing at home with them. Like, I've, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I had a parent once, this is years ago, um, at parents' evening basically complain about where the child was with reading. Yeah. And I sort of said, well, you know, the reading record's not been signed all year. And he turned around and he went... Um, do you think I've got time to sit there and read with my own child? And I'm going, mate, you're having a go at me because your child's reading's not where you want it to be, yet you've not read with your child all year. <laughs> and it's, that, that's what winds me up. It's just, oh, it, would, it only happens in teaching. And it just got me thinking the other day that it's getting to a point now, do you know where you've got like, um, have you had an accident at work? Oh, yeah. yeah, I think there's going to soon be a company where it's like, have you got a child that is constantly getting in trouble at school? Oh, yeah. Well, why not blame the teacher.com? <laughs> We're a company that will make sure that you are not held responsible for any of your child's actions. We will contact the school and we will complain on your behalf. <laughs> and you won't have to pay a penny because it'll come all out of the school budget. Want to give your child some sort of label that doesn't exist? We've got a doctor who got his doctorate on the internet. He will write a letter giving your child some sort of condition that excuses the fact that they just don't listen. Oh, honestly. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking you, you're turning these features, nearly every feature now, into like into your rant. Like, like so Flashback's just going to be like, I'll tell you what he gets about that. No, but do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm surprised listen. you didn't slate Nana Maureen. <laughs> tell you what as well, she didn't like my drink. What an absolute joke. Spent five quid on that Kimmel Calogero latte. <laughs> Whatever it was. No, but uh, the point being is, like, it only happens in teaching. It's a strange thing that happens where... Well, that's what we're doing, lad. Yeah, but parents, they don't, they've not, they're not there. They've not seen it yet. They'll come in and they'll moan rather than just, all right, well, I'm sure there's a reason for that. I'm sure being a professional, they'll know what they were doing. But, yeah. So, um, talk it, talking... A, well, there's no segue into this. I'm just going into it. Uh, Mank Kid's back. Mank Kid's... Um, 
So we've got Harvest Festival we happening. Could do with, we could do with having like not like a not like a jingle, <laughs> but you know it's like you know like you're twisting my melon, man. <laughs> like that coming on before we do a man kid thing. Yeah. Uh, let's let's. Uh, yeah. So man kid rocks rock lined up because obviously we've got Harvest Festival coming up, and uh, he's been given a line. In Call the, the cops. What's it called? <laughs> what are they called again? Um, oh, it's Bez in that. Sean Ryder, isn't it? Monday. Happy Mondays. Happy Mondays. That's Mondays, it. Yeah. Right. Um, we got wait, before, yeah, when you wait until you uh, right here we go, guys. I'm, we're giving you the full kill the cure. What's it? Oh, is it this one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this is really good. The fact that we're both dancing and no one can see what we're doing. You're twisting, twisting my, my melon, melon man. man. Right, so Harvest Festival. He's got a line in Harvest Festival. Can you guess what line he's got? Based on everything I've told you so far, if you're gonna give Mankid a line, which line are you giving him? Probably something along the lines of, um, "This is the best Harvest show ever." Doubt it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he's he's got the opening line, right? Okay, you know, the he hel- hello and welcome and welcome to Harvest Festival, right? Yeah, they've been practicing. I think the performance is next week. Right, it's taken. A week to get him to say hello, because everything was yeah right, yeah right, <laughs> yeah right, buzzing to be here, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, and he, he won't get over this. He won't say welcome to our harvest festival. He just keeps going, yeah right, welcome to our harvest ve- vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, welcome to our harvest vegetable. Right, and the teacher's going, um, Liam, no, it's hello and welcome to our harvest festival. And he's like, is that all right? He's like, yeah, sound, sound, yeah. Right, right, let's try it again. No drama, mate. Yeah, got <laughs> yeah. this. Got this, right, yeah. Yeah, all right, welcome to our harvest vegetable. And, you know, <laughs> that thing it's, what's that? What's that? Is that old man and his wife? <laughs> yeah. Like, cr- creamy, buttery biscuit bags. <laughs> so funny, that. And it, it, it took him like half an hour just to get onto the second line. Cause, now, Liam, Liam, the line is, hello and welcome. Yeah, yeah. All the so other just kids say, like, oh. just say hello and welcome. Yeah, right. I was like, no, no, no. Just hello and welcome, and then it was hello and welcome. Brilliant. Welcome to uh, hello and welcome to our harvest festival. Harvest vegetable. Harvest vegetables. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So um, I am. Um, I mean, it's nothing similar. We've actually had a. I've got a kid who um, kind of just transferred. Little year one girl, and she's <laughs> lovely. Transferred, um, transferred. Put in a bit. No, transferred from like she sounds. She sounds quite. Just moved school. She's quite well spoken. All right. And uh, anyway, I've never met her before, and I met her the other day. Call her like uh, we call her, call her Claire. Right. I? So um, Claire come up to me and goes. Now she never met me before, and she was just like, "Hello, Mr. Parkinson." That's how she spoke, and I thought, "Oh, what a lovely little girl." And then she just went, I just thought I'd let you know. And she got a hand, and on her hand was this, like, plastic ring with a pink love art on the end. <laughs> right. And she just went, just to let you know, I'm not actually married. <laughs> and I went, oh, I went, are you not? Why have you got the ring on then? And she went, oh, it was a boy named Oscar. <laughs> he, was, he was in my old school, but I don't see him anymore. 
And I was just like, ooh, tough, tough, tough time. Tough break Long distance up. relationships. And then, and then she looked at my hand. Quite the commitment. She looked at my hand and uh, she looked at my ring and went, Mr. Parkinson, are you married? And I went, I am, yeah. And she went, oh my God. And just walked off. <laughs> and I didn't see her again. And I was thinking to myself, right, I'm a bit confused here. Has she said, oh my God, because she thought I was too young to be married? Or was she saying, oh my God, to the fact of like, <laughs> who the hell is marrying you, you buffoon? Do you know what I mean? You monkey yeah. clown. She literally was just like, oh my God, you monkey clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. So, um, right, on to the newest feature. Pointless things you find in school. Okay, the pointless things you find in primary schools. Pointless things teachers do, teachers use, teachers say. And this week we are going with... Um, I mean, I don't think it happens as much in schools, but at one time it was an absolute like non-negotiable, you would say, which was when it came to children doing an independent right. We didn't call it that, we called it a big right. Big, big right, right yeah. big right. Um, which effectively was an independent right. You had to light a candle and then you had to play Mozart. And it was this thing that if you didn't do that, the children wouldn't do a decent piece of writing. And it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I always remember uh, one of my colleagues, one of my, uh, was doing it a few years back and um, she was trying to light the candle before the kids were writing and it wouldn't work. And this kid in year three just went, yeah, I missed you. Do you want to use mine? And this kid had a, um, a light. lighter in oh class. And it turns out he'd just seen it on the way into school and picked it up. Yeah. So she was like, um, I'll take that. Yeah. Used it. And then well, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, um, well, it, it does. I mean, obviously, doesn't really happen nowadays. And, and, and I have to say, I don't remember the candle that well. Uh, but... An absolute classic comes to mind here. And it's... Um, so back in when, when I first started in year six, everyone should know by now the teacher that I work with. Yeah. And his name is... <laughs> Courtney John. And obviously in the other class was... Uh, is he going up to Newcastle? Teacher called Edgy. I don't know. I don't know. Teacher called me. Edgy. And then obviously Kim, who was who's now my wife, but at the time wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember going um, into, because it was a weird little layout. There was like Edgy and Kim's class at the top, and then it was mine and John's class just like in the middle of the hall. Yeah. So like basically I walked into Kim and Edgy's class, and mm. I must have been looking for some pen or pencil rule whatever. And I walked in to absolute silence whilst they were doing their big right. It always used to be Friday morning. Yeah. And I walked into this. Yeah. Right? And it was like, it was, it was, to be fair, it was, there was no candles, but it was good vibes and, you know, Edgy's walking around stern and Kim's like, you know, kind of at the time floating around. Yeah. And, uh, so I thought, oh, this is amazing. I wonder if if Cockney John's going to be doing this in his class. Yeah. Because I actually thought to myself, this isn't really a Cockney John thing, this. 
and I would be proved right <laughs> because I walked into um, good old Cockney I walked John. into the man, the myth, the legend, Cockney John's class, and um, basically opened the door to him, kind of moving round the room a bit quicker than <laughs> than than the others to this. Right, and I and I was going. Maybe he's maybe he's just like misheard, like Mozart for Queen. <laughs> I don't know what he's done. And I walked in, and he was like shaking his shoulder, and he was going like, "I just think I'm cold love." And I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" And the kids were toe tapping, but they were all writing. And at one, at one this is no joke. I, was, I worked at the back with the lad I was looking after and I sat there and I heard him go, Ready, Freddy? Crazy little thing of love. And I was just like, oh. There goes my cockney. Um, uh, but yeah, legendary. Yeah, legendary. I, just, it doesn't, I don't understand why we did it. It was just a... To be fair though, you know, the kids the kids love the vibes. No, and but, they, had good, mean, they had good results so from, I'm talking about from the Queen. <laughs> no, but this the, was the thing. I think what it turned out to be, there's no uh, difference in what music you play as long as it's music that the children like. Yeah. So it's this whole thing, it has to be classic, it has to be Mozart. When actually I think it can that be That drove me insane, that. Whereas if it was something like, even though I used to have this thing there, I don't know if anyone else has got this, where you're, like, you're, like you're thinking of something and you're writing something and then you end up writing what you're thinking about. <laughs> so I'd like, something to me would be like, the deep, dark hall was filled with chicken nuggets. Like that, do you know what I mean? And I just thought, oh my God, I was just thinking about chicken nuggets. Why, why have I written it down? And I always remember there was one, and I remember it was Miss Allen in fifth, year five, and she said, Adam, oh, I really like this. I really like this short story you've done, apart from this bit. And it said something along the lines of like, it was a cold, dark night, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember, she can't, I'm sure she photocopied it. You know, like, you don't know it, like, then. Because yeah. we're older now and we work in schools. She comes like, before I rubbed it out, she, just, let me, just let me borrow it for a sec. Oh, it's just reminding me, actually, of something else Mank Kid did the other day. No in, palm in, in more Man Kid. More Man Kid. Call the cops! <laughs> <laughs> it, it. Um, do you know the classic prank of uh, kick me and you put it on someone's back? Oh yeah. So he's got, um, and we'll post it on the Facebook group. But he's got uh, a post-it note from somewhere. I think the teacher's desk, and he's wrote kick me. But how do you think he spelt me? <laughs> M E Y. No. Kick me. No, no. Proper M E H. Oh. Kick my. my. Kick me. <laughs> so the teacher took a picture and sent it to me. We'll put it on the Facebook group because it's classic man that kid. It's classic. Classic man kid. Right. What should we do now? Should we do flashback or it's what be, now? got to be... Oh, uh, ooh, toughy. Uh, let's go for the L. Let's go for the L. Oh, I don't know. When you terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about everyone remembers what I know right so uh, oh what an oh um, 
is back and again thanks to everyone who keeps sharing the odd story in the Facebook group does he give rang us a me who obeyed it throwing it in there he rang me after the Newport show really early in the morning so I was a bit annoyed because I was asleep <laughs> yeah but I spoke to him and I said to him um, he said to me he said oh I saw that you had a show last night how did it go I said oh it was amazing mate and he was like nah he was like I'm a part of the group he was like I'm, I'm loving seeing the O's and <laughs> yeah. I was like oh yeah I said y- you know <laughs> You're the king? And he was like, you know, it's just really nice to know that I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, mate, you're sweet. And then obviously we, we, someone took that picture of us. Yeah. I think I was stood up, you all sat down, and the oh, what a nose on the big Titan Tron at the yeah, background. Yeah. And then... Uh, him holding a martini. And I, like I messaged him, and he went, he, all he said back was, ha quality, uh, nice one for the unforgiving pick. <laughs> And I just don't know if he was joking or not. I think he actually liked the pick we chose. Um, right, I'll start with a no that I did myself. Ooh, uh, an, an own. Yeah, so, hi, my name's Lee. Uh, <laughs> it's been a few weeks since my last O. But this one happened. So I went over to Belfast to do some work with uh, Goliath Trust. Um, did a day's training there. Was there for about, well, I had about, I think, 80 to 100 teachers. It was, it was great. Um, a really good day, but I... Dropped an absolute cracker of an O. Nothing better. Just what it's the good world. for the health, yeah, brother. Claire was just because Claire came with me as well. So basically, a part of my training, we t- I talk about um, the importance of experiences and how you know children bring so much of their own experiences to what they read, and that's why reading comprehension tests can never be a level playing field because you know uh, you can't guarantee every child had the same experience blah 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 blah. and then I I have a story about a year six kid um, who started our school in year six a couple of years back and she'd been through some horrific things like she's had a house petrol bomb she'd seen a dad do certain things to mum which was just horrific and um, you know she wasn't as uh, academic with a reading and maths and stuff but when we read Skellig as our text, like she was able to connect with the connect with the character and empathise with the main character and right. the struggle he goes through in a way, you know, a lot of other kids in the class yeah, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So I then make a joke during the training usually where I say, you know, I'm not saying we go around petrol bombing all uh, our kids' houses, but and then someone in the front row just went, Yeah, we've had enough of that here. And I went like Oh crap! Like oh, it was an absolute pearl. Luckily, everyone sort of laughed it off in jest because obviously I didn't understand or mean what I said. But Claire just gave me the look as if to say, "Oh my god, Lee, that yeah. is that isn't going to be a great story for she the boss." Yeah, she wants an O'Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've got one, and you know, you were talking about Claire there, but this actually involves my uh, my missus, and it's funny because you know. It's a, it's a wonderful world of O we live in. Yeah. And and O's can come in different shapes and sizes. <laughs> and obviously, you've got the master, yeah. you know, OB, who who absolutely, you know, he, when he makes an O, the world knows about it. It strikes about a 6.5 on the O to stay up. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so this is an O about jumping in too early before you know the full story, the full facts. <laughs> and I know some of my favourite O's them. It's a classic Because they're short yeah. and sweet. Yeah. So basically, we were sat watching the TV and there's a new <laughs> Amazon Echo advert out. Yeah. And uh, so basically, um, we're watching it and the woman uh, speaks to her Alexa and she goes, and she's looking out the window 
And she goes, and it's absolutely tonking it down with rain. That <laughs> yeah. like is proper it's battering it down, yeah. And she just went like, Alexa, what's the weather like today? And Kim just went, why is she asking Alexa that? <laughs> like, you can clearly see it's miserable. And Alexa goes like, heavy rain is forecast for today. And she's just like, obviously. <laughs> and then she just like grabbed a guide dog. <laughs> Started like in the advert. In the advert, she just grabbed the, the guide dog and started walking out. And then Kim was like, "Oh, she's blind." <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around and I did the signal. I was just like, "The O signal." And then I just turned to her and was like, "Woo! Oh, I know." Yeah. Oh, that's. I love how you were like, early. you were kind of like the girl in the advert or Kim. Like, now my wife ain't gone blind, bro. Well. <laughs> you are married oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh funny right um, and yeah if you've got a no share it with us because uh, we have had loads of listener stories as well uh, whoa quick teacher confession time but before we do that a quite, we had quite a lot of um, comments on the um, Facebook group when I shouted out the episode but quite a lot of them now these must be new fans because quite a lot of them. Did you notice we we we'd covered quite a few of them oh, in no. the past? Yeah. Um, what as in O's? No, not O's. You know when I wrote on the group about like oh, any shouts for the new app? There was one that someone shouted for a flashback, which is what we do in the live show. Yeah. Um, and there was a couple more. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. There's a couple more. That were that were basically things that we'd covered, like playground games and stuff like that. So I don't want anyone thinking that your your shouts in the group aren't getting the shout out because I'm shouting you out now. Come up with better ideas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, kid says, cough up, mate. Cough yeah. up them these ideas. Right. So teach confession time. Love a teacher. Um, one day I went into class five minutes before the end of lunch so I could fill up my water bottle and go to the toilet as I was really desperate to go. I filled up my water bottle, went back into the classroom, and a child jumped out from behind the door and scared me. Straight away, I felt a little trickle of urine. Oh my <laughs> Down god! Down my leg, so I dashed to the toilet. <laughs> that's an, that is just such an honest confession. That's what that feature's uh, for. That's what we should do. Like we, we, you are now repented of your sins. Yeah. Go, go forth and go forth rejoice and in the teacher. Go forth and please. <laughs> Go for a wee if desperate <laughs> yeah. before anything like that. But if you're, you know, if you're, I can imagine your your bladder's that big, and then someone just shouts it, and you just lose. The yeah, oh, that's funny. That's. Fu- I don't know if there was another. I think there was another story that I wanted to. I oh, know. I'll, I'll find it in a bit. Um, so yeah, any confessions? Any questions? Any? We story? love the confessions. There was, Get your confessions in. There was a question that I was supposed to share in the previous episode, but I didn't. Um, and it was, do you think it's harder? Being the eldest or being the youngest? As in what sibling? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously different opinions, isn't it? You, you. I know. I could literally answer this question. <laughs> being you. <laughs> well, I was like the guinea pig. I was like mum and dad's guinea pig. They wouldn't let me do anything, and you and Ryan got to do everything. Is that roughly around? That is exactly right, and I stand it? by it. I, stand I would by say. It, although I, I don't do you know what? Like I would say. Um, I would say it's probably easier being easier being the youngest obviously because if you're the youngest you've got like kind of yeah it's, it's fair it's, it's yeah it's, so you're saying it's harder being the eldest yeah, i'm saying it's probably harder being the eldest i'll openly admit that well our mum and dad our mum and dad have openly admitted 
that if Adam was the firstborn, they'd have never had any other kids. <laughs> but just think how, just think how good one Mister P in a podcast would be now, guys. Um, yeah, they, funny they though, openly admit that. I remember when um, it was, I was about fourteen, and I sent Mum a Mother's Day card, and it was like, Mum, you're a super, you're a superhero. The family, you, you know, the, you're the glue, and I put <laughs> you're the Brits. Yeah, you're the glue, and I, and I put from your youngest and hungest, right? <laughs> and I remember when she opened it, and I was sat there, kind of like, this is well funny, um, and she was just like. It was like, Home Alone, Kevin! I was just like, oh no, she didn't find it funny. My dad was like, what do you put, Big Mike? What do you put? I went, from your youngest and hungest. And he went, she'll hate that. Yeah, I say it's definitely harder being the eldest. Yeah, definitely. Because you are the expert. I remember lower six. Lower six, I got grounded because Mr. Mancarius, who we mentioned... Oh, monkey clown. Monkey clown. He was my form tutor, and I went to parents' evening, and he uh, absolutely hammered me. Well, it wasn't parents' evening. It was like parents' afternoon. It was the first yeah. parents' evening I sat in, and he was just hammering me, saying, you're not trying, you're not doing this and that. So mum and dad grounded me, and I was only allowed out once a week, but I was still doing all the drama. So I was going to rehearsals for a show I was doing, and that had been my night out, whereas you and Ryan... We're, we're towning it at 14, 15. No, to be fair, I got grounded. I remember... I don't know if I've touched on this. This is where I... This should be the... Uh, this is where I need to... What kids don't know about today, the, like it, getting grounded. This is where I need to apologise, because I don't know if... Sometimes we say stuff and yeah. like, we might have said it in past steps, but, um, you know, it's just the, the equivalent of Ross Kemp coming back in EastEnders, isn't it? <laughs> you, know, you know he's just there with his, big, with his big bollock head, and he's just like... <laughs> Oh, what, mum? Oh, what, mum? I've still got nowhere. You don't know what, how much that means. <laughs> yeah, this is everything. Um, but yeah, uh, so I remember there was this big do, and it was like a, it was like so it was, I think it was one of the girls like fifteenth, and it was kind of like we're all gonna go to the park, we're gonna get some white lightning, it's gonna be sick. Yeah, and uh, I remember doing a geography test in Mr Burns. Geography Burns. <laughs> we had two Mr. Burns at our school. Jam Burns, a Scotsman, who once sent me out of class in year 11 because he said, you've sat in the wrong seat, Parky. And I turned around and said, sir, I've sat in this seat for five years. He went, don't you like me? Get out. And I was like, Jesus. So I had to leave. But Geography Burns was very much... In no nonsense. Yeah, and I was. I remember telling you on the way down to Newport, <laughs> someone said to me, um, or someone, or I said hi to Geography Burns. <laughs> I went, hi, sir. And he was just like, he turned around to me, he pointed at me right in my face. He was just like, don't say hi. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So with him? So then I remember saying, you know, when, when we were in like year eight, I said to a year seven, like, oh, mate. You gotta get in with Geography Burns. <laughs> Let on to him in the morning, just say you're right. And I just remember watching this little kid with his bag, and he was just like, Hi, Mr. Burns. He turned to this little kid. I'll say it once, I'll say it again, don't say hi. And I was just like, He's only letting on. Yeah. But uh, anyway, completely lost my train of thought there. No, you're saying you did a geography test. Oh, yeah, geography test. Failed it, because I was woeful at geography. <laughs> and he came back, Parkinson. And he said something like, two out of 15. 
that Jason Statham to our 15. And I was just like, oh no. And I had to take it home and, and then my dad was like, you grounded. And I was like, what? No. I was like, it's Kira's party. Yeah. And I remember I was begged. I begged. And the worst bit was I was crying, crying because <laughs> I couldn't go. And he took me to David Lloyd to have a game of badminton. And I was crying playing badminton against dad. And I was just like, dad, please. And he, was trying, he was trying these little drop shots. I was like, dad, please. Um... And yeah, didn't you get to go on and miss the first the first big lash. Well, I think that's that's the one in it. That's the um, way back when we needed it, not had a chance to put the thing <laughs> in. We'll leave it, but yeah, kid getting grounded and honest grounding and honest grounding meant something. Nowadays, oh. kids buzz off it because yeah. then they can just stay in and play there. FIFA with the mates over the computer. Ridiculous. Whereas, yeah, getting oh, grounded not the worst. Right. It's the word as well. Yeah, grounded. Oh God. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone ground the kids now. I think they do, but I think maybe it's like, our kids aren't at an age where we can ground them. Really, I mean, we, if I was to ground Callum, who's sixteen, he'd buzz off it. He'd just be like, right, I'll go and play PlayStation with mates in my room. They don't <laughs> miss him for a grounding. <laughs> yeah, now, with Callum, it's like, right, get out. <laughs> yeah, right. right I'm gonna make you go to that party. <laughs> yeah, get to that party. So, um, yeah, grounding. That was the worst. But that was, it was so unfair, like, getting grounded, but then your only time you're, you're allowed out was to go to a drama rehearsal. And I'm sure the show I was doing at the time, I didn't want to do, but my mum forced me to was do. Was it Rumpelstiltskin? It might have been Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah, I got dragged to that. I wasn't at the age of being left on my own yet, and I had to get dragged to that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, God, and you were just coming out, just looking angry. I was thinking, grounded! <laughs> Yo, you grounded, man! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was the experiment. I mean, Ryan got it easy as well. You and Ryan got it so easy. All oh, right, here's another rant. Let's move on to flashback. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm sure elder siblings out there. Claire's the eldest. She'll agree with me. Kim's not the eldest, is she? Yes. Oh, she's the yeah. yeah she's she'll the agree. Anyone who's the eldest sibling out there will know they've got it hard because you are the experiment. Rant over. Hurry up. Okay, flashback, throwback. And Adam was 1-0 up after his win, looking at... What did you win it on? Well, I'm actually one set up. No. Yeah, yeah. No. And one set up. You're not. It, one, it one was a draw. It was, was a draw. Right, whatever. I won the holiday one on the last episode. So we were drew. We were drawn, drawing. We were drew, were we? Were we? Dr- <laughs> <laughs> right, Mine it's getting late. one for poor grammar. <laughs> um... And then you won, what was the first episode? What was the flashback on? Oh, yeah. stationary, wasn't it? Stationary, yeah. So then this last week was just our old kids' TV shows and the best sort of uh, theme, theme tunes, tunes, wasn't it? Wasn't it yeah. And I went for Rugrats, Doug, Fresh Prince. You went for Hey Arnold, Arthur and Say by the Bell. It's a close one. It's a close one. But I took the win in the end, 58% to 42. So that evens the scores. Three all... What am I talking about? One all. Evens it in bloody fairyland. You're you're living in the absolute cuckoo, lad. Right, so this week, so 
obviously we're making plans for for Christmas nights out and all sorts. So every every year we have a lads' night out. Lads, uh, lads, lads, lads. Um, and this year we're doing it on Friday the thirteenth, and we couldn't decide what to do, so we decided to uh, go all in. And I think we've potentially got one of the best nights out planned ever. It, it's promising a lot. So it's starting with Bongo's Bingo uh, to begin with. So that's where we, how we're going to get started. And then after, what's for the main course, Lee? <laughs> and for the main course, we are going to Power Ballads Ultimate Power. And then so, kebab for dessert. <laughs> kebab for dessert. So it's promising to be quite the night, quite the Christmas do. But obviously with uh, Power Ballads, it got us thinking of some absolute classic tunes. So we thought this week's flashback, where we pick three of our favourite power ballads. These are tunes from 80s, 10, 10 to be 80s. Usually 80s, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, and they're just ones that you can't help but absolutely belt out at the top of your voice when they come on the radio or on a night out. So um, do you want to go first, Adam? Yeah, I'll go first. Losers so, first, go on then. Um, I will go for... Um, now, it, I really struggled here because... There was a lot of Celine Dion tunes I wanted to choose. Now I'm a big Celine Dion fan, I have to say. Um, and I, I was, I was obviously, my heart will go on. Titanic is an absolute banger. And then you've got, um, it's all coming back to me now, which I know that Meatloaf did. Um, but, you know, when Celine Dion goes like, baby, 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 when you, like that bit. <laughs> Touch me like this. You know that bit. Yeah, yeah. But I've had to go for um, this bad boy. This is getting serious. Now there was a there was a lyric in this tune where she says, um, "Cause when you're halfway up, you're always half way down." Yeah. Arguably the greatest lyric ever written. <laughs> I mean, it means so much. What does it mean when you're halfway up? It's basically glass half empty yeah. sort of stuff. She was ahead of the time. Great tune. Right, Think so twice. I'm going to go for... I'll just fast forward. Preach, preach. Don't you know? Look at you playing longer a tune. It's going away. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about this though, right? So um, I was in London on Friday and I got the train back up and Claire picked the kids up um, from school and went straight to the train station and picked me up and then on the way home we got stuck in loads of traffic and Charlie was absolutely desperate for the toilet, like crying desperate for the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, mate, there's nothing we can do. Like, you're just going to have to hold it. You're just going to have to hold on. Brave out. Hold. <laughs> I was like, you're just going to have to hold on. And, and then I just played this all the way home. <laughs> just hold, but it's just, it's a great tune because you can use it for anything. Just hold on. Hold on till half term, guys. Hold on. And I love that. I love just one more. Just, it's the drums. Those drums. Very Phil Collins. Iconic. So hold on. Wilson Phillips for my first choice. Thank Over you. to Adam That's for good, second. Good tune. I'm going to go for my second, and it's from my wife's favourite film. (laughs) 
the theme tune of when I see the bright kernel lights. <laughs> um, looking at the kernel with the big KFC letters, just like, I've got! <laughs> but I remember, let me tell you a story, right? So back in the day when we had like CD players, me and my best mate, my best mate has just flown back to Australia now, Val. We used to sit in, in the library, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we used to take turns at looking at each other with hungry eyes. <laughs> so basically, what it'd be is, we'd go like this. We'd go like, we'd, we'd look down and then just slowly just like, look up, sit like perfectly to the chorus. Then the best bit was, I don't know how many times it does it, but we'd argue about the last one. Nah, it's my go. It's my go. We're doing it to each other in the library. I've got hungry eyes. Honestly, it's so funny. Uh, right. But, but, yeah, you played loads. I don't know what's a, oh. a and about the second. I, I love the meaning behind the song. It's like you're looking at someone and you've got hungry. Right, I think I'm going to go for it. You're just thinking it's old school, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, the film Old School, one of my favourite films where he brings in the sweat. But it's just... Because, it, you know, on the Facebook, I make those videos, which it's like, now that's what I call being a teacher. Yeah. I don't think I've ever put that one in, but it's a perfect fit. You so know, when, when, when you're when, a kid. <laughs> when, when a kid. When a kid isn't facing the front. <laughs> just like... Hey! 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 <laughs> I'd prefer if it was someone who's just like got you know proper angry look turn around bright <laughs> yeah but Bonnie Tyler can't beat it total clips of the heart I'm not going to play anymore don't need to everyone knows it I'm going to go for my final choice and it's tough because there are so many I mean I'm, I'm looking at some of these tunes Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls uh, you know it must have been love from Pretty Woman absolute tune yeah, but I've got. This go is what's going to make this night amazing. I've got. Have go you never been, by the way? The start of that tune. You just know. You know you're going to get Brian Adams, his guitar, and his absolute ballads. But it's his first note in it where he just stops and just goes like, <sighs> "Absolute, you see." Love it. I've never been a fan. No, it's true. I've never been a fan. Of, Do you know, I remember... Just because no, if I remember, I was no, about 12, it must have been about 12, and it was just... It was played yeah, to death. Well, it was number one for like something crazy, yeah. like, like 20 weeks. Because it, it was the Robin Hood film, wasn't it? It was the Kevin Costner. Prince of Thieves, yeah. But I always remember, I'm sure it was me and Ryan, and we were at the, we were at the uh, Childminders back in the day, and this is how, this is how top level Labance was back in the day. <laughs> Our, our childminder was called Sue Hartley, and yeah. we used to call her Poo Fartley, right? <laughs> Smashed it, banter, check. And then uh, I always remember, like, this song came on, and this kid, renegade kid who came from a different school, just yeah. went like, and we were kind of, she put it on the radio, and, and, and Poo Fartley used to love this tune. <laughs> and then this kid was just like, Everything I do, I do it for poo. And I was just like, oh my God, you are the funniest guy. <laughs> uh, I love that way you can, well, when kids change the lyrics. I love too. it. 
Um, right, here we go. My final choice then. Exactly. Intro. Let's wait for it. There you go. You know what I'm talking about here. Down in Africa. Just can't help but screen the lyrics. <laughs> oh, my mate, it's Cos's best song, is it? He loves it. He loves a bit. So, we're going Toto, Africa. So, just to recap then, um, classic power ballads, the songs that you just can't help but scream if you ever hear on night out, or just in the shower. Just in the shower. About them out in the shower. So, uh, Adam's gone for Think Twice by Celine Dion, Hungry Eyes, and Everything I Do, I Do It For You by I Do It For Poo by Brian Adams. Yeah, but Hungry Eyes by Eric Kevin. <laughs> Eric Carmen. His name's. I'm sure his name's Eric Carmen, isn't it? Isn't I don't know. No, that was the most random thing you've come out with. I mean, I'm pretty sure his name's. I don't know. Yeah, hungry eyes, Eric Carmen. <laughs> Screw yes, I got hungry eyes. Right, I've gone for Hold On by Wilson Phillips, Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart, and Toto Africa. I have to say what annoyed me a little bit about that, that flashback, even though I loved it, I think it's one of the best flashbacks, is just the fact that you were like, just because you won all now, you're just like, (laughs) like they're going like, wiping the dirt off your shoulder, like, (laughs) don't need to play the rest, guys, you know, you know, guys. I was just sat here, just like, no, no. (laughs) They're listening because they want to know. Oh, right, so... um, so there we go, guys. That brings us to the end of another episode. A huge thank you for listening and for all the support. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, please do join the Facebook group. Right, how many how many members have we got to that uh, Facebook group now? Because it's exciting times. We're a few nine, off a thousand. Nine eight eight, yeah. Nine eight eight. So get involved. Get joining in on the banter there. Please do make sure you get your tickets for the live shows. Um, Check out the sponsors' website again if you need all any help with technical support because they are brilliant. And um, and yeah, if you can go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review, it really, really does help. So we've noticed in the past week we've had a couple of reviews and we've just shot up the charts. So it'd be amazing if we can get in the top ten of education again. And it only happens if you guys subscribe rate and review so if, you, if you've got a couple of minutes spare do do it because it does help it really does it's not just not saying it for the sake of it so um we'll be back uh probably after the newcastle show uh really looking forward to that and we'll be sharing some tales from our time up in a tune how we are how we are right all the best guys take care we'll see, see you ya. soon yeah